voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, a very good evening from one Indianapolis, Indiana. Hope you're doing well today. We've got quite a busy show for you. A lot of news topics. I can't even talk, Jeff. Take it away. All right. Very good, Bill. That just you got me mid-sip of coffee. <laughs> How can I tell you here? Well, first of all, good evening to everybody listening live. And, of course, we'll say good afternoon, good morning, good evening to those listening to it later on. First of all, we'll talk about the world, the broadcasting from a national perspective. And, boy, there's a lot of news. But it's more of a, the loss of people in the world of broadcasting and the loss of people in the world of sports. I mean, what can you say about Kobe Bryant? We'll certainly have a feature on him in my radio news, and we'll talk about the national uh, Nielsen's personal people meter ratings, uh, more in- information from the holiday book. We'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call, I mean, uh, a voicemail feature from, from uh, what we've had with our calls and feedback section. We've got Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And on our featured section that Bill Sparks normally does here, we've got a feature on the life of Jim Lear. In my featured station section, we're going to take a listen to some more interesting radio. And in my classic act, we'll have a classic act check section for you as well. And I don't have my feet, my feet, my sheet in front of me, and I'll get that later on. I'm sorry about that, Bill. I just, uh, I'm having a senior moment here, but I'll turn it over to you. Jeff, you have senior years. You're right, I but, do. <laughs> I remember when I had senioritis yeah. my whole senior year. Yeah, I know about he that. He flashes yeah, back to that good old C&W, right, Gary? We gotta give Jeff a hard time. Before we start with Jeff's news, we do want to remind all of you that listen to Sports Lounge. We will be coming on twenty four and a half hours earlier than usual. Saturday night, our annual Super Bowl Saturday special, but it will start at seven thirty Eastern, so that we can four thirty PM Pacific, so that we can be out in time for the award winning Pam Stevens uh, Legend Jukebox. So, but those of you on the podcast, you will still be able to download it the same. You'll just to get it, you'll get it a day early. So. You will, you will, and you'll know what our Super Bowl picks. And if you want to play it like next Monday, you can laugh at us. Yes, yeah, true, and we will. And, and we've got the air check collection. We've got KQKQ in Omaha, Nebraska for our featured station section and a little look at WKBW from 1967 and from 1974. Oh, good. Hey, Jeff, right. let's All say right. hi KB to Bernie. We'll bring radio. Bernie on, but never heard them. I just want to say hi to Bernie, and we'll get to Bernie after the news. Hey, How Bernie. about that? Hey, Bernie. Well, we remember you. So let's do Jeff's award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The world is saddened by the death of a sports icon. New York loses its morning mayor, and at least one senator is upset with the iHeart layoffs. Finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the street and begin our look at the Nielsen Holiday Personal People Meter Ratings. To say that it was a busy week in the world of broadcasting this week would certainly be an understatement. The world was shocked this past Sunday with the sudden untimely death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven other individuals in a helicopter plane crash in Calabasas, California. What should have been a routine trip with 
Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven other individuals suddenly became tragic. All nine people in Kobe Bryant's helicopter were killed in a violent crash, and they think the crash was caused by weather. To find out more about Kobe Bryant's career, we have a short tribute that was produced by Ben Sound Productions. The world is reeling from the sudden death of NBA legend Kobe Bryant after a deadly helicopter crash claimed the lives of himself, his daughter, Gianna, and everyone else aboard. For the final time, number 24 on the floor, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant learned basketball almost from birth. Son of journeyman player Joe Jellybean Bryant, he was raised in Italy from age six, later attending Lower Marion High School in Philadelphia. Drafted by the Hornets, he was immediately traded to the Los Angeles Lakers, where he'd spend the next 20 years. With the addition of Shaquille O'Neal and coach Phil Jackson in 1999, the Lakers won three straight championships, dominating the league along the way, earning comparisons to Jordan and other legends. two more trophies and be the face of the Lakers until he left the NBA in 2016 as the game's third all-time scorer. Here's Brian. Yes. A record that stood until the day before his tragic death. From bottom of my heart, thank you. Along the way, he worked with several charities, including Make-A-Wish, Stand Up to Cancer, and the After School All-Stars. He also earned an Academy Award for Dear Basketball based on his goodbye letter to the sport he loved. We're up here because of 4 a.m. We're up here because we had a dream and let nothing stand in our way. His competitive drive combined with his tenacity, the self-proclaimed Black Mamba earned five championships, two Olympic gold medals, an Academy Award, and adoring fans the world over. We remember one of the NBA's greatest players, Kobe Bryant. In other news, New York City lost its morning mayor. Harry Harrison passed away at the age of 89. He came to New York City in 1959 after working at radio station WPEO-AM in Peoria, Illinois. In New York City, he started his radio career working at radio station WMCA-AM in New York City. As a matter of fact, Harry Harrison was one of the original WMCA good guys. In 1968, Harry Harrison left WMCA-AM and moved to WABC-AM, replacing Herb Oscar Anderson as WABC's morning mayor. When WABC made programming changes on night. 1979, Harry Harrison left WABC-AM and moved to WCBS-FM with its classic its format, working beside such individuals as Ron Lundy and Dan Ingram. And Harry Harrison was honored before his death by being inducted into Radio's Hall of Fame. Yes, Harry Harrison, you will be missed, and we'll provide you with an air check of Harry Harrison from WMCA on next week's All Things Radio Live broadcast. Now let's continue with the rest of the news. At least one senator is upset with the massive layoffs by iHeartMedia. Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio is upset because of all the bonuses paid to iHeart executives and Bob Pittman, CEO of the company. In a letter written to Bob Pittman, Sherrod Brown is upset with the bonuses that Bob Pittman had been receiving from iHeartMedia. A $9 million bonus paid to Bob Pittman in 2017 and another $9 million bonus paid to Bob Pittman in 2019. With everything else going on in the country, I wonder if there'll be other senators who will support Sherrod Brown's cause and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcasting. What's happening at KFMB AM and FM in San Diego, California? The sale of this radio station means that all of the staff at the radio stations have been fired. Their last day is February 7th. The station was owned by Tecta, but has been purchased by local media. Along with the sale of the radio stations, the calls KFMB and KFMB-FM are also going to be given up by the new owners of this radio station. I will provide you more news about KFMB-AM and KFMB-FM in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, the folks at Bonneville International have made changes at radio station KIRO-FM in Seattle, Washington, following the dismissal of the afternoon show hosted by Candy, Mike, and Todd. Nothing changes in the mornings at 
this radio station. Morning News will still be hosted by Dave Ross and Colleen O'Brien, while Doreen Mawson will continue hosting noon to 3. However, the rest of the daytime lineup has changed. G. Scott and Ursula Reeton will handle 9 to noon. Afternoons will be handled by Tom Tangney and John Curley. Finally, evenings will be handled by Aaron Mason and Mike Lewis. Finally, what's going on in Akron, Ohio? In the last month, we've seen three radio stations with format changes. First of all, let's look at Rubber City Radio, where changes were made at radio station WAKRAM. They transmit on a frequency of 1590. They dropped their talk format in favor of a community-oriented soft hits format. Mornings will still have talk with Ray Horner, but the rest of the day will feature soft hits, as well as sports coverage of the Cleveland Cavaliers and Cleveland Indians baseball, as well as Ohio State University basketball and football. We'll provide you with an air check of this radio station later on in this broadcast. Now it's time to take a look at the Nielsen Holiday Personal People Meter Ratings. This book is called The Holiday Book because it runs from December 5th through January 1st. And as usual, Christmas was a big factor for many of the radio stations that we'll be talking about when listing these ratings. In New York City, the number one rack radio station, and they were definitely broadcasting Christmas music, was WLTWFM with a 13.2 share of the audience in their adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station was WSKQFM with a Spanish adult hits format. And finally, the number three rack radio station is WBLSFM with an urban adult contemporary format. Rounding out the top five in New York City was WHCZFM with a pop CHR format and WCBSFM with a classic hits format. In Los Angeles, California, Christmas was definitely a factor. With a 13.3 share, KOSC was the number one rank radio station with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KRTHFM with a classic hits format. The number three rank radio station is KBIGFM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number fourth and fifth rank radio stations are as follows. KTWVFM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format and KIISFM with a pop CHR format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rank radio station, and they were definitely broadcasting Christmas music with a 13.3 share of the audience, was WLITFM. The number two rank radio station was WVAZFM with an urban adult contemporary format. And the number three rank radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WBBMAM with its all news operation. Rounding up the top five radio stations in Chicago, Illinois, was WDRVFM with a classic rock format and WLSFM with a classic hits format. In San Francisco, California, Christmas was definitely a factor. The number one rank radio station is Entercom owned and operated radio station KOITFM with an adult contemporary format with a 10.3 share of the audience. Otherwise, the book in San Francisco, California was rather routine. The number two rank radio station was KQED-FM, that's the public broadcaster, with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Francisco, California is KCBS-AM with its all news operation. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rank radio station, and they were definitely playing Christmas music, owned and operated by iHeartMedia is KDGE-FM with a 10.3 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is KLTY-FM with a contemporary Christian format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KHKS-FM with a pop CHR format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station playing Christmas music is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format with a 7.8 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is KMJQ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Houston, Texas is KLTN-FM with a Mexican regional format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rank radio station was WSB-AM with its news, talk, and information format. The number two rank radio station is KFSH-FM with a contemporary Christian format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WVEE-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. However, the biggest jump in ratings was in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The number one rank radio station with an 18 share of the audience is WBEB-FM with an adult contemporary format, and they were definitely playing Christmas music. The number two rank radio station is WIP-FM with its all sports operation. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Out of Long Island, the number one rank radio station, and they were playing.
playing Christmas music with a 6.1 share of the audience was WALK-FM. The number two ranked radio station is WLTWFM, also playing Christmas music with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out of Long Island is WFAN-FM, with its all sports operation. In Riverside, California, Christmas didn't seem to be much of a factor, with the number one, two, and three ranked radio stations remaining the same. Number one is KLYY-FM, with a Spanish adult hits format. Number two is KOLA-FM, with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Riverside, California is KFRG-FM with a country format. In San Jose, California, the number one ranked radio station is KBAY-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KQED-FM, the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Jose, California is KEZR-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. Finally, out in New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, here are the top three radio stations. Number one, definitely playing Christmas music, is WLTWFM with an 11.2 share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station serving New Jersey is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen Holiday Personal People Meter Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was VIX, followed by Progressive Insurance, Geico Insurance, Seriously, and The Home Depot. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. My name is Sharon, and I'm calling from Little Rock, Arkansas. I like what you offer on the coffee club and the sports and all things radio. Thank you for doing those podcasts because they are helping me. This is Charles Beeble calling from Baltimore, Maryland. I would like to say that radio stations are really putting FM on and forgetting their AM dial position. An example, WMID 1400, they now identify themselves the new 93.1. WMID. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Boy, do we have a wow. lot of news, a lot of things to go over. Yeah. A, a lot yeah, of to, comment, to, to comment on that guy Charles's uh, thing about Baltimore, uh, 1400 is one of the four or five worst AM signal uh, station, uh, places, channels. You know, uh, signal. Frequency. Frequency. Well, and, here's you the other know, part of the problem. When an AM station gets an FM translator, Chris, and it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty obvious that they're going to promote the FM because that's where the listeners are. They're not listening to AM. They really aren't. Oh, right. Exactly. I mean, and, no. that, and that's, where, that's where the listeners are. And... Uh, and I just wanted to say one thing about Kobe Bryant because it's one of those things. How did, how, I, what do you say about a, about a legend? I mean, no, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't score the most points in a basketball game. Of, well, he was beaten by that, or that by LeBron seconds. James, and, and he was on the first one to do the most uh, was Will Chamberlain back in back right. in the day. But yep. and I, I know I'm not supposed to know this, but I do because I used to go to all the Knicks games. I used to watch, listen to the basketball games and stuff like that. But I mean, he just it just seems to me as Jeff as Jeff. I wish there was a way they could have foreseen the problems with the aircraft. They could have foreseen the problems of the weather, and if he could have if well. he could have 
canceled that canceled that flight and said, and, dro- and driven to the basketball camp. The well, basketball. the police the police helicopters were not flying that day, so that's one thing. So you could, but I, I wanted to give kudos to uh, WEEI up here. What they did was they were doing the Pro Bowl, which nobody really cares about. They ducked out of it and went, and they're of course uh, intercom, and they hooked up with KNX, and they carried KNX's coverage for two or three hours, and that was great. Yeah. I found out a lot that way. Also, we had a friend uh, in, in our group talking a lot about KFI, and apparently they did a very good job out there. KNX sure did, and, but KFI apparently did a very good that's job. That's iHeart Media owned station, people, by the way. Yeah, and they yeah. had people come in over the weekend, people that didn't normally work there. Their traffic copter guy was talking about the weather and the, when you fly, when you don't fly, and different things that she was telling us she heard, so that was pretty good. I, the other thing I will say, um, Na- you, I'm sorry, Sean, go ahead. Nationally, Fox Sports Radio did a lot of good round-the-clock coverage. You know, they pretty much went wall-to-wall with it. And we were talking before about the thing with ESPN and ABC. Now, some people are saying, well, ESPN didn't do a lot at first. Now, what they did, and, of course, a lot of us as blind people wouldn't notice it, they ran crawlers giving updates, but they did encourage people to go to ESPN News, which is their all-sports news channel. And up until the game was over, they they did run it on – they did pretty much, you know, stayed up coverage there. And then as soon as the game was over, ESPN did go to wall-to-wall coverage, and they even simulcast a special ESPN and ABC. And then, of course, we all know what the Grammys did for it, uh, you know, as a tribute to Kobe and a lot of the other sports radio and TV networks all that night and the next day. I mean, on Sports Times Live last Sunday, we even – it was as the news, was, as information was coming out, we basically spent probably about the first – 15, 20, 20 minutes anyway, yeah. I'm like, oh, it was, it was, guys, it was, it was like 32 minutes. Yeah. Let's also give okay, kudos yeah, to NBC. Let's give kudos to NBC. I was watching it. I normally don't watch it, but I happened to be just tuning around the cable, and they were broadcasting figure skating normally. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm watching the beginning of the part of the figure skating because there was nothing else on television. I just figured I'll just relax, mm-hmm. listen to the music, whatever they skate and stuff like that. And they kept they brought the balls in it, and it was like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it because that's and and they did a very good job. Yes, they did cover the, cover the figure skating, but whenever they, whenever major news broke, they would break into the figure skating to uh, cover the Kobe Bryant, uh, 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 yeah. a, a death of Kobe Bryant and the and the nine all, all nine people on that plane. So as, I mean, they, as Jeff did the um, did the cable news channels, Fox and CNN also did very very good coverage. So I mean, and ABC it, it, and ESPN did that during the commercial. Also, they brought, they did come in during commercials with Bray with stuff. You know, they did. Well, okay. They did and we do have some hands raised, so let me get to the hands that are raised so we can get going here. Let's go here. Okay, go ahead, Joe. Okay, this is Joe here. Late breaking news. Television executive Freddie Zimmerman, he died today. He was 82. Brought in Mary Tyler Moore, Jeffersons, and other television shows that we all know. Oh, must have worked uh, for CBS then in the 70s. Uh, but I'll tell you where he made his biggest fl- uh, flash was with ABC. He made that network very successful when he was also a producer there. I mean, a uh, uh, director of programming there. Yeah. Yes, he did right. very well. Yeah. And we, we, as a matter of fact, it was funny because I went to college at Syracuse University. And uh, and we talked about Fred Silverman quite a bit in the in the some of our classes over, over the years. So thank oh, you yeah. very much, Joe. And we have uh, Jerry on the line from from out in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, Charles kind of had the wrong frequency on WMID unless they changed. 
Uh, they're thirteen forty. Same, but, same deal though, Jerry. That's just as bad as fourteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I was everywhere I ever been. There was a station at thirteen forty. Uh, and okay, yeah. secondly, it is really you know it, it's really commendable to me with Kobe Bryant. You know how he was. So loyal uh, to the Lakers, and he, you know, 20 seasons, that's, that's really great. You're not going to wait. Trades are happening now and all that kind of stuff in the NBA. You're not going to have too many people playing 20 seasons anymore. And he no. was, uh, and you don't, and he did a lot off the field. That's what, after basketball, there was a life for yeah, him after did. basketball, and he was very much into in, public service and in stuff like China, that. So. In, in China, he was trending on their version of Twitter, I think it's called Weibo or Weibo or something like that. I cannot, you know, he was well, trending more than the than the coronavirus. Okay, wow. he was trend. Yeah, he was he was trending more because he he was really he was really big as far as making the game and making everything global, and so he mm-hmm. was really popular in China. Ah, very good. We had Bill in Chicago. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Yeah, Jeff. The only thing is, he did score the most points of any player, eighty-one points. No, no, he well, didn't. Bill, no, he didn't. You're wrong. Back. It was Will Chamberlain. No. Will Chamberlain, March second, nineteen sixty-two. Bill. Okay. And that, and that was a hundred. Hundred points. Bill was his. Was Will Chamberlain's okay. total? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was second. Okay, he was second. Well, anyways, that helicopter. I think Kobe Bryant probably, my opinion, he probably pushed that pilot to get to that game because his daughter and that other girl was supposed to play, and he didn't want to drive because he said he got more family time. Right. Well, it's up to the, you know the pilot is the professional, and and I still put it on the pilot. I don't care if he's Kobe Bryant or you know the mayor of Los Angeles. If you are the pilot and you don't think you can fly, and you are the professional and it's your call, you are the pilot. Yep. And any yeah, pilot would I tell you that. I so I, 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 you know, people can say that Kobe made him do it or whatever. If he did, then the pilot uh, didn't have any. You know what? Right. But the other. Well, thing I, I think it's I think it's too early to figure that because the pilot was <laughs> yeah. instrument rated and he also was he was trying to get radar. Assistance, but he was too. He was uh, too, uh, low. Too, too low. Too low. Too low. That helicopter didn't have a right. Rain. But it was his call, and you know yeah. we'll never know what their conversation was on the plane. That's not oh, recorded yeah, right. or anything. But, but so he, you know they, we won't know that. Have, they didn't have a terrain monitor on that helicopter. Either. Right. That's right. That's because now they're going to make sure. I think they were helicopters got a terrain. Yeah. Terrain mechanism on it. Yeah. And, and they didn't have a flight recorder, which they didn't have to have a flight recorder on no, the helicopter. They didn't. So no, they didn't. They didn't have have to. To. And, and of course, it, but let's remember that it's going to take it's going to take a year or more. To, to, they, they haven't come out with the, their full findings yet. And as as yeah. the as the NTSP has said, it's going to take us at least a year to get all the data together. But we we pretty much think there well, it was pilot error caused by the bad weather and the foggy conditions. Right. That's the only thing we can and say. Other stuff, we do want to thank Sharon for her message. I've talked to Sharon a few times, a few dozen times before. It's good to hear that Sharon's listening good. out there in Little yep. Rock. Good. That's right. Well, we didn't know who was listening in Little, Little Rock, so we'll say hi to Sharon. We have, uh, usually during our show, we go through and find out who, uh, where people are listening, and sometimes if we can attach names to them, we say hi. We'll say hi to Sharon now. Okay. Oh, very we'll good. Just, to, just for an FYI, we broke listener records tonight, the first segments of the show. So, <laughs> wow. Good. Uh, so, Bill, don't say, Bill, don't say that. That'll go to Jeff's head. Uh, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I, I will always tell you, and Bill, and Bill knows, that it's not about me. It's about it's about the podcast, and it's about the All Things Radio Live. It's about the team. It's not. It's not it's He's not. a team. There is no I in team, says Jeff. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, one, one thing I will say, what is that senator in Ohio going to do about, I mean, yeah. He, he's not going to be able to do, he's not gonna do anything, but, but at least Publicity. he has the chutzpah to say something about it. He, 
Yeah. is a is a is a company, and I mean, as bad as you may think they are, they are a publicly traded company now. They have to answer to a board of directors, and they are a billion dollars still in debt, uh, even after the bankruptcy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still in debt. Yeah, no but one it's very easy. Them. That's a political thing. That is somebody, you know, maybe they're in a close race, or there's something or another, or they they're from a particular area where people are mad about a, a particular station, and you know, so she says that, and you know, it's like whatever. It's an easy. It's an easy. Uh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Everybody. Oh, it's a he Chris Here's the other part of the problem. The Senate is uh, is not going to be worrying about iHeart. They're too busy worrying about the, the impeachment of Trump. Right. They're also too busy uh-huh. worrying about how we're going to deal with keeping the government running because that's only that's only on temporary steroids right now still. So, I mean, that's going to be an issue. And, I yes, it was it bad that iHeart laid off all these people? You bet it was. Yeah. But 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 as as Rob as Rob Ferry talked about two weeks ago, people people in New York State, at least here, don't really care. They just don't. They got other things in their lives to worry about. They're worrying about whether two or three hundred people from New York State got fired in radio from iHeart Media. And I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not saying what iHeart was right, but I'm saying that is the general issue in the country. Yeah. Most people aren't going to really care whether iHeart employees are working or not working. They're going to make sure well, that they care. Well, everybody, we all have our own lives that we're trying to live. That's right. And, and, and that's yeah, right. Most people don't even notice, probably. I mean, most people don't even notice. I mean, I mean in, in, in Troy, New York, with WTRY, which is the oldie station, actually the FM, it's licensed to Rotterdam. I mean, they they have they still kept a live morning show, but everything else is voice tracked, and they have one person doing the voice tracking from 10 in the morning till 7 o'clock at night. And they have the other guy doing the voice tracking from 7 to midnight. And on the weekends, they have no live announcers, and they just have voice tracking. And it, you know, and they try to make it sound as local as possible. But the big problem, and, and, and Bob Ferry and I were talking about this, the big problem that iHeart's going to run into is if they don't have live people there. And, of course, they can do it from remote studio. What happens, God forbid, there's a major emergency in Albany, New York, where I live, and I can use it, we can mention any city, and they don't have any live personnel to do any live broadcasting. Right. That's going to that's well, gonna be the one that, that bites the in the rear end at that, that's at right. that point. That, but, you know, Bernie, I, I, I know you're unmuted here. I think I know you are. Did you have anything to say about this whole thing? I always, because you blocked uh, the, uh, the station I work for is totally voice track on weekends. I mean, I don't think there's anybody in there at all. Yeah. Uh, you what, know, what, when you just, when you heard about the iHeart layoffs, what did you think? I mean, obviously you've worked in, you've been in the business. You you've seen people come and go, and you you've lost jobs and gained jobs. What what do you think about uh, what did, what did it bring to your mind at that point? Yeah, I'm never surprised. Uh, I think that that it's just it's the nature of the business now, and it's getting more difficult. And I was listening last week. I didn't call in, but I was listening to people talking about the uh, uh, air checks that you put on and how uh, nobody gives the time on the radio anymore. And That's, yeah. Nobody needs nobody needs to give the time on and the And you know what? Anymore. And you know what? They yeah. don't need to even give the titles of the songs anymore on the radio because no, the bottom line no. because everyone sees them on the players. Everyone's here's the other part of the problem, Bernie. Like with iHeartMedia. Let's 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 really blame the federal government for this issue. And the, the issue of care occurred in 1996 when they totally deregulated deregulated radio and they made a major change to the Communications Act of 1934. And you can't bring radio back the other. You can't tell a radio company you can only own six, seven AM, seven FMs, and seven TV stations. That would no, never work. It, it's not going to work. So you can't do that today. I don't care what you I say. Mean, yeah, but it, it's, it's probably it's so interesting. Oh, go ahead. It's interesting to me the way the way radio stations are now because, for instance, last week I was listening to the air check from Louisville, and uh, they actually say, uh, "Want to make a request? Uh, get us on uh, Instagram. Get us on uh, Twitter. You oh yeah, know, don't don't call us. Don't ever call us for God's sake because no. we're not even there. We're not there. 
Well, the, yeah. they, they probably were there for doing the live show, but you'll, you'll, it's always a key, and there's always a way to find out if they're there. Is if is is if, for example, there is a, they don't give the, the weather, or they don't give the temperature yeah. when they give the weather. That, that's yeah, exactly. the biggest giveaway exactly. of, of, on voice tracking. And and I got and I know the person who works at WTRY, and and I know she was definitely affected by it because I talked to her, and she she because I I send her radio news all the time, and she she was in tears. She said, you know, Jeff, I feel guilty that I have the job that I have because all of my a lot of my friends have lost their jobs. I mean that that is a that is a problem, and psychologically, there's no way you can recover from this easily because there there, there aren't enough radio stations that are going to hire these iHeart people who work in the business. So Cumulus certainly doesn't have the money. Hubbard is. Is can absorb it all, and Intercom has made making cutbacks. And we just found out about a company in uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, I'll talk about next Tyler Media that's making cutbacks as well. I mean, we, the, my sister said it to me, and she said, "You know, Jeff, I got to tell you something." And I said, "What's that, Sherry?" He goes, "You know, I'm a little older than you, and I've been around a long time." And I said, "Oh, come on, Sherry, what are you trying to say?" He says, "You know, just because you have a job today doesn't mean that that job is going to be forever. It's not like it was when we were coming up, and you and I were working for the state, or I was working for the city as a teacher in New York. Jobs are not forever anymore." It doesn't matter what industry you're in. I don't care what what industry you're in. Jobs are not a forever thing. Mike, I do have your hand raised in uh, Florida. Go ahead, please. Yes, um, uh, I feel bad about Harry Harrison. He was a great DJ. But my question is, what was KFMB doing? Uh, what kind of music were they? And uh, what frequency were they? Um, it was 760 on AM, right? 760 on AM was News Talk. Yeah, and I believe 100.7. Right, 100.7, and I believe they were doing some sort of variety hits formats. They were for a long time running the Jack format, but I don't remember what. what I, and I we we we've actually covered them on this on this podcast uh, and radio show a few years ago. They're the ones that had uh, chain was it Shelly and Chainsaw, whatever they had that morning show for a while. And it's going to see it's going to be different because they got a new company running them, and I and I have a feeling that it's going to be probably some new formats in San Diego. Who knows? Knows what's going to happen with them, Mike? We can't answer that question. So, I mean, that's all what, I can say. One thing I was thinking, getting on this uh, regulation in the heart, I think part of it is also, I mean, you can't, like you said, you can't go back. And in 1996, it probably needed to be expanded a little more than because then the seven and then the twelve and then whatever it was in the early 90s when they needed, but maybe not a little so much. But part of it, you can blame these companies for snatching them all up, but you also have to remember around that time you had a lot of long-time owners that had either died or they were getting older and their families didn't want to have anything to do with the radio station. Like, uh, you know, here, uh, the Johnson family, uh, Lady Bird owned it. She died. Her kids didn't want to have anything to do with it. And then, of course, Bernie's company, Emmis, just happened to be there to, you know, step in. And, you know, I think that you can look at that also. You have those those families. But I also think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I've noticed a trend in now a lot of smaller companies are starting to make comeback. Like you got the Morello Media out there in L.A. You got the Red Apple in New York. You got Good Karma with Chicago and Milwaukee. Uh, now the Waterloo thing here. What y'all done there with Emmis, Bernie, you know, with the sale of a lot of your stations just staying Indianapolis and kind of New York. And you're here. I, mean, I don't think it's a long-term thing, though. That's a problem, Sean. Red Apple Media, by the way, they they, they they have bought WABC, but the transaction has not been finalized for some reason. Yeah, but I mean, not necessarily, I mean, maybe not, but some of these companies, though, I'm thinking you may see more of these smaller companies saying, hey, we'll take some of the stations off. You know, like Emma said, like, I think they realized, hey, we got too big, we need to downsize. You may see big companies downsize more, and then smaller companies be created out of it. Well, I, 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 
I don't know about that, but I will tell you that radio, even now, even though people they say more people might be listening to radio, I don't know what I don't know if that's really true. And I, I not I, for as long. I know not Mike. For as long I, as they used to. I, I know we got to get going here, but Mike and I totally disagree on this podcasting. I don't think full time podcasting is going to make it as a radio format. But iHeartMedia will do it on its small and medium mar- on its small market stations. Why? Because it costs nothing for them to sit there and run those podcasts, and then, and and that's it. It's a money thing. It really is. If people want to want to listen to podcasts, they may listen to it once, but they'll download them. They won't listen to them on the radio. They just won't. I mean, that's just my opinion. But I, I could I could be wrong. I'm I'm not paid the big bucks here but i, I could well, be I hear one on the radio and you can hear 15 on your uh, that's it that's exactly now, it. I, have, I, have, I have seen on some stations where shows have started out as a podcast and then the radio station said hey let's air it on the radio but they still encourage people to download podcasts that's true they air it but they don't go full-time you know like especially on sports talk stations some of those will start out as a podcast right and then turn into an actual on air that's true Hey, let's get going here. Let's go, Bill. I think it's time for yeah, Jennifer well, because she's going to get yeah, mad. That's true. But, Jeff, I'm going to use a little executive privilege here and make a comment myself. Um, I, I do understand what you're saying about iHeart. But what I think we're all missing just a little bit, and I know they can do what they want to do. But here in Indianapolis... They took off uh, the sports show hosts on 1260 and whatever. You're taking away competition in the market. You're also taking away other outlets for, you know, people to listen to. And I think we're missing a little bit the human aspect of it. But like you said, that really doesn't matter anymore. And that's why people are tuning to podcasts. I know there was a guy that we featured on here, Kent Sterling, who was a program director at um, CBS fourteen thirty, when he was let go, when um, the station was sold, and when Cumulus bought it, he's doing podcasts twice a day, just like it's a regular sports show. So, yeah, that's not going to get him as many listeners, but he's going to get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of listeners, probably more than he did on the AM station to be totally honest with you. Um, yeah. we, you know, Bernie, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about there probably, but it, I guess it's just what it is. Unfortunately, I, I don't know what's going to what the future of radio is going to be. If I if I knew it, I'd be making millions of dollars and I'd be sailing somewhere off on some hey, distant island. But I wish when, I knew uh, that what the future is. When going iHeart to be. pushes their app and I don't want to listen to iHeart stuff, I don't have to. I can turn right. it off. You know, that's the way to do it. If enough people push back and don't listen to iHeart, they understand bottom like you said, dollars, 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 and that's what they'll understand. Not you know what, though? Yep. One of the reasons that iHeart probably didn't get a lot of blowback on all the layoffs is because they gave their employees very generous severance pay, and 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 they had and they continued to pay off the for at least till their work till the severance runs out. They continue to have that health coverage, so that's what I heard as well. So I don't know. Good. I, I I can't answer the question. I I don't even know who WBZ replaced Bradley J with because I don't. I, oh, okay. Brian, I thought I thought I mentioned it last week. Maybe I didn't. They're running. They uh, uh, whoever Don Hoff or somebody around eleven o'clock will do an hour newscast that they replay between midnight and five and it's just the same hour over and over and over again until uh, Jeff Brown comes in at five o'clock so oh, that's great 
you know, so again, there's probably nobody there. If there was a real emergency, hopefully they have something in, in that's what was, for you were right, that was impressive about KFI because they dumped out of syndicated programming and got people in there, but that was during the day. Something happens I overnight. Nothing ever happens after midnight. Right, right. Yeah. So right. if something happens after midnight, how, uh, for example, that whole uh, Watertown thing with the, with the uh, marathon bombing, that all started about 11 o'clock at night. You know, what would they have done with that stuff? So, you know, well, well, and also, also the, other problem, the other problem with iHeartRadio and, and the people that I heard, they've never run an all news operation before, Chris. And so they, they, right. they really are having to learn. One of the things that Endicom did is they did not make the massive cuts of WINS in New York because that's the number one. I mean, you look at the ratings for AM radio in New York City, that's still the number one ranked radio station in, 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 in New York. It beats WCS yep. all the time. And I, I would listen. like to start a petition, free WBZ, and sell them to Harvard or somebody. And, well, uh, there, is, know, there, is a, there is a, a website called Save WBZ, but I'm, yeah, not, sure how good, much, I'm not sure how I don't much know if they, they want to sell it to Halbert or somebody, but you know, get, I know you can't, you know, it messes up the balance of power to sell it to Intercom, but they'd run it right if Intercom got it, but you know, sell it to somebody who knows what they're doing. Well, uh, here's the next we station. Have one you're more see raised problems. hand before oh. we. Uh, let me just check it again. I didn't see it, but let me check. I thought I saw a Nolan Parrish. No, it's no, no hands. But but no let me one. just say one thing because I know we got to get going here. Because <laughs> um, Tim's going to kill me if we're late. No, only kidding. The uh, the next station I think that's going to get ruined unless they can figure out a way to get the listeners is WGNAM in Chicago. And let's hope that that next star is not going to gut that station and ruin it. So far they haven't. Um, but yeah. let's just see what they do with WGN. If they can turn around WGN, then maybe there's a future. That's all I can say. All I'm going to say is it's time for Jennifer's call letter and format changes. She has a cult following, too, on this. She does. She does. We must play it. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of January 30th. KKLS 920, Rapid City, South Dakota, changes format from format not available to classic country and adds slogan, Cowboy KKLS, KSFN. 1510 Piedmont, California changes format from silent to Spanish sports and adds slogan Un Animal Deportes. KWCA 101.1 Palo Cedro, California changes format from silent to news talk and adds network provider National Public Radio and adds slogan Jefferson Public Radio. WAKR 1590 Akron, Ohio changes format from news talk to soft AC and adds slogan soft hits 93.5. WARF 1350 Akron, Ohio changes slogan from sports radio 1350 to the gambler. WBMD 750 Baltimore, Maryland changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds network provider family radio and adds slogan family radio. WKEZ 1240 Bluefield, West Virginia changes format from format not available to adult contemporary and changes slogan from Christmas 98.7 to EZ 98. WLID 1370 Patchogue, New York changes format from format not available 
to Spanish contemporary Christian and adds network provider Radio Contico Nuevo and adds slogan Radio Contico Nuevo. WRIQ 89.7 Charles City, Virginia changes format from format not available to news talk and adds network provider National Public Radio and adds slogan Radio IQ. WSFB 1490 Quitman, Georgia changes format from talk to gospel music. KTIC 840 West Point, Nebraska changes format from country to classic country. WWNZAM 1400 Clarksville, Tennessee changes calls to WVWFAM. KROP 1300 Raleigh, California changes primary format from silent to contemporary Christian and adds secondary format Spanish religious and adds slogan keeping God before all. WALT FM 102.1 Meridian, Mississippi changes slogan from Talk Radio 102.1 to Meridian's News Talk Leader. WAYX 1230 Waycross, Georgia changes format from R&B Oldies to Classic Rock and adds slogan Classic Rock 96.3. WNTO 93.1 Racine, Ohio changes format from country to smooth jazz. KEKR 1590 Mexia, Texas changes format from sports to classic country and adds slogan Kicker 99.3. KMPA 103.1 Pittsburgh Texas changes format from silent to Spanish contemporary Christian and adds slogan Fusion. KNUI 550 Wailuku, Hawaii changes format from business news to country and changes slogan from the talk of Maui to K country 100.3 KSKI FM 94.5 Sun Valley Idaho changes slogan from 94.5 ski to southern Idaho's alternative KSKI 94.5 FM and 550 AM KXQQ FM 100.5 Henderson Nevada changes format from hot AC to Urban AC. WALT 910 Meridian, Mississippi changes format from talk to urban gospel and adds slogan Meridian's Gospel Connection. WCST 1010 Berkeley Springs, West Virginia changes format from talk to news talk and adds secondary network provider ESPN Radio Network and changes slogan from The Voice of the Panhandle to the Panhandle News Network. WEPM 1340 Martinsburg, West Virginia changes format from talk to news talk and adds secondary network provider ESPN Radio Network and changes slogan from the Voice of the Panhandle 
to the Panhandle News Network, WKDS 89.9, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Changes format from variety to classical and adds slogan, Classical WMUK. WMUK 102.1, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Changes format from classical to news talk and adds network provider, National Public Radio. The following stations have signed off the air. WJEH 990, Gallipolis, Ohio. KHPA 104.9, Hope, Arkansas. KNBY 1280, Newport, Arkansas. KUPA 1370, Pearl City, Hawaii, W-E-K-Y, 1340, Richmond, Kentucky, W-L-C-O, 1530, Lapeer, Michigan, W-T-C-L, 1580, Chattahoochee, Florida, W-H-Y-C, 88.5, Swans Quarter, North Carolina, W-C-E-V, 1450, Cicero, Illinois. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Hey, that one station, WCEV in Cicero, Illinois, was on the air for quite a while with uh, ethnic programming. And from when they were on the air, they would share it with WVON at one time, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, one of one of radio stations, uh, you don't see that anymore, but in Chicago, there was one frequency, and I forgot the stations, but there were four stations that shared one frequency. Yeah, 1240. On 1240, well, right. Because a friend of mine gave me a key had IDs of all of them changing, freak changing, uh, you know, going off. And, and, and the other one was, well, the other one in the, um, where he was, I didn't right. know where he And the other one in New York City was 1330 with WEVB and WPOW. Yeah. And 1380 with WBNX, uh, which was Spanish, and WAWZ, which was religious. So We have so. one here, that frequency, that shares two stations. It's non-commercial, so 91.7. They have a community co-op radio on weekdays. It's like 9 to nine a.m. to 7 p.m. Then weekends, I think it's like 9 a.m. to 9 or 10 at night. And then yeah, at night, the University of Texas student station comes on there. And one, it's interesting. Their IDs, I guess it's still this way. One says Hornsby, Austin. The other just says Austin, which I'm not sure where Hornsby is around Austin. And I know a lot of the little towns around here. But, like I said, you don't see that too often anymore. But it, it, it was... Yeah. I mean, and, and if with four stations sharing one frequency, that's even more crazy. But but it happens back, back in the world. There's one in Phoenix, too, the 88.3 is family radio at night. And, uh, now, they may not, I don't know what, maybe family radio bought them all full-time. And we have in New York, we have WFDU in uh, Fairleigh Dickens University shares it with... Uh, uh, with with uh, New York University, and then it's one of Nassau Community College shares it with Adelphi University. So you got so that but that's you're finding more and more in that on the non-commercial FM part of the band these days. Well, yeah, the one in Chicago must have been tricky because that was when you had the, all the daytimers, and that must have been a daytime frequency too. So that I wonder twelve forty. No, twelve forty is twelve forty is not a, is not a daytime frequency. Uh, okay, uh, well sometimes some, we had some there, but yeah, it probably depended. Yeah, okay, it's a graveyard. And, but yeah, like here the ninety one seven, they didn't even come on till what was it ninety four, Gary? 95? Yeah, ninety four. Yeah. Uh, we have a hand raised from Nolan uh, Parish. Go ahead, Nolan. You know, I, I, go I, ahead. Okay, so what I have noticed when I was on the Apple Podcasts, I could, I could not find the 
when I typed, when I searched for Wednesday Coffee Club, I ended up putting in Wednesday Morning Coffee Club earlier by mistake. So should I search for Wednesday Coffee Club as the podcast? Just Wednesday Coffee, Wednesday Space Coffee. You don't even, okay. don't even type in club, just Wednesday Coffee. All right, thank you so much, and I greatly appreciate it. Right. All right, thank you very much, and we appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, that reminds me, right. Jeff. Um, people, there's been a huge, I think it just affects the track, but it affects radio also. There's a huge update for the track users this week, probably more for the maps, but there is some internet um, connectivity, and which may make you getting radio stations a little easier on the Victor track or stream chris have you did you read about that i haven't seen any updates on the mind i've got the uh, two stream the second generation i haven't seen any updates on that one yet so right we'll, well on the third one it's supposedly supposedly things are going to connect a little faster and a little better so if you listen i just talked to a listener today who listens on her track so just okay. something to keep in mind i don't think it's going to affect anything but um, just keep that in mind, and maybe it'll be a little better for you. Do we have anything else, Jeff, before no, our I next think segment? No, I think we're clear here. Okay. This one Jeff found for me. We heard last week, uh, I think we were on the show when this happened, about Jim Lehrer passing away on the 23rd on the day we did the podcast. and. Jeff, I'm sure you remember, and anybody that's on this panel probably remembers Jim Lair from, what, Lair and McNeil? The Jim McNeil Lair report, yeah. report, and he also did work for NBC News as well. He also... I remember him before that, actually. Yeah, in Dallas. He, he had up. that he, Dallas background. Yeah, he worked for our PBS channel there. He did a show called Newsroom that was modeled after KQED's Newsroom in the early 70s. So that's when I got the watch. Got his job. From that. His first job, he was a news reporter in Dallas. Then I think he... Newspaper reporter, yeah. Yeah, went to work for a local TV station there. Yeah, it was a PBS channel. Yeah. And then left for Washington in 1972. And, well, shall we say the rest is history. In very big on presidential debates as a moderator. Yeah. Yep. Remember that. Well... Jeff found a 15-minute tribute to Jim Lair. So I think you might find this to be very interesting. little change of pace from what we normally do, but, but I think you'll find this interesting. So let's see if this brings back some memories for you from the 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s. He also has something in common with a legend broadcaster. And let's see if this is brought out in this segment. Otherwise, I'll tell you after we get done. Good evening, I'm Jim Lara. On the news hour this Wednesday, it was another heavy day of news on the Middle East. There was Jim Lara always told those of us privileged to work with him, it's not about us. But night after night, Jim showed by example that being yourself, journalist, writer, family man, citizen, can be a high calling indeed. 
For 36 years as an anchor of the NewsHour, Jim reported the news. People often ask me if there are guidelines in our practice of what I like to call McNeil-Lara journalism. Well, yes, there are. He did it with a clear sense of purpose, even as the world of media changed around him. Do nothing I cannot defend. Cover, write, and present every story with the care I would want if the story were about me. Assume there is at least one other side or version to every story. Assume the viewer is as smart and as caring and as good a person as I am. Assume the same about all people on whom I report. Assume personal lives are a private matter until a legitimate turn in the story absolutely mandates otherwise. Carefully separate opinion and analysis from straight news stories and clearly label everything. Do not use anonymous sources or blind quotes except on rare and monumental occasions. No one should ever be allowed to attack another anonymously. And finally, I am not in the entertainment business. Jim Lair was born in 1934 in Wichita, Kansas, the son of Lois, a bank clerk, and Harry, a bus station manager. He attended Victoria College in Texas and then studied journalism at the University of Missouri. His father and brother before him enlisted in the Marines, and Jim served three years as an infantry officer in the late 50s, including time in the Pacific. He saw no combat, but spoke often of how the experience shaped him, including at a 2010 parade the Corps put on in his honor. Seldom a day goes by that I don't know that I am doing something because of something I learned in the Marine Corps. And I only have one favor to ask of all of you here tonight, particularly all of you Marines. Forget all that civilian stuff for the next hour or two and do your best to think of me only not as an old man in a dark blue suit with a red tie, but think of me as Lara James C., First Lieutenant, USMC, serial number 071278, MOS 0302 Infantry, Executive Officer, Bravo Company, 1st Battalion, 9th Marines, 3rd Marine Division, thank you, and Semper Fidelis. In 1960, Jim married his lifelong partner and love, Kate Staples. He also began his journalism career in earnest, joining the Dallas Morning News and then the Dallas Times-Herald, reporting on local politics and serving as city editor. He covered his first history-making story, the assassination of John F. Kennedy in Dallas in 1963. Jim and Robert McNeil, who covered the assassination for NBC News, spoke of it on the NewsHour in 2014. And it was just, it was disbelief what I took away and have taken away and it still overrides everything that I have done in journalism since. What the Kennedy assassination did for me was forever keep me aware of the fragility of everything. That at any given moment, something could happen. I mean, my God, if they could shoot the president. And when I later became city editor of that same newspaper, I had a rule 
that every phone that rang in that newsroom got answered because you never knew who was on the other line. Either one of you school board members want to comment on that recommendation? Jim's television career was also launched in Dallas at public station KERA. I'm Jim Lair, and this is Newsroom, a program of local news, analysis, and opinion. But Irvin and Baker aren't the only... His move to the national stage with PBS came as a correspondent for what was then called the National Public Affairs Center for Television, or NPACT. It was there he first joined McNeil to cover another watershed moment. From Washington, NPACT brings you gavel-to-gavel videotape coverage of today's hearings by the Senate... In 1973, the new McNeil-Lair team broadcast the Senate Watergate hearings live and then presented a rebroadcast with analysis late into the night, some 250 hours in all. So unless those tapes are made public or some other revelation comes our way, the senators, as well as the rest of us who are interested, may have to eventually make an ultimate choice between believing John Dean or Bob Haldeman. That's the way it looks to me, at least, at three or so in the morning. Feel free to disagree. Jim and Robin talked with me about it on the 40th anniversary. Remember, we broadcast it live during the daytime as it happened, and then we completely repeated it gavel to gavel. So it was a uh, it was a, a a double hit there, and that was a huge commitment for public broadcasting to make. And and the reason they made it was because this premise that the the, the presidency of the United States was at stake. Some 70,000 letters poured in praising the team and its work. Jim, in his own words, picks up the story of what happened next. We began life in October 1975 as the Robert McNeil Report. Good evening. New York's Governor Hugh Carey said today... And months later became the McNeil-Lair Report. Jim? Robin, there used to be just two basic ways to buy a house. Right in those days, we dealt with one story for half an hour. Expanded from the present half hour to a comprehensive one-hour program of news. That transition to the McNeil Air News Hour happened in 1983. Good evening. Yes, said the Soviet Union, we shot down that Korean airliner, but we didn't know it was a civilian plane and it was completely justified. Twelve years later, Robin McNeil retired, and we became the News Hour with Jim Lehrer. Over the years, Jim interviewed numerous leading figures on the world stage, including Margaret Thatcher and Yasser Arafat in the 1980s, South Korean President Kim Dae-jung and Chinese leader Zhang Zemin in the 90s, Jordan's King Abdullah and Afghan President Hamid Karzai in the 2000s. On the news hour tonight, the global financial storm. He daily examined major turning points in the nation's life. Where did the money originally? Well, he pressed experts from the business That's world. Just simply a propaganda move. Then military brass. Recent opinion polls rank the tomato among the least loved of all vegetables. Other people. On occasion, he turned to the unconventional to explain issues. You've heard it. Most notably, of course, he interviewed American political figures. The news of this day is that Kenneth Starr. Independent counsel is investigating allegations that you suborn perjury by encouraging a 24 year old woman, former White House intern, to lie under oath in a civil deposition about her having had an affair with you. Mr. President, is that true? That is not true. That is not true. I did not ask anyone to tell anything other than the truth. There is no improper relationship, and I intend to cooperate with this inquiry. Uh, but that is not true. Another day of infamy for the United States of America. 
He was calm and careful in moments of crisis. President Bush issued an ultimatum to President Saddam Hussein of Iraq tonight. Leave power and your country in 48 hours or face military action. Robin McNeil said this of his longtime friend and partner. Um, Jim's intelligence is so laser-like, no matter what he's applying it to. A snowflake. In interviewing, I learned a lot from him because I'd sort of come out of the school of uh, an interviewer carrying on like the Secretary of State in waiting. Well, Mr. Secretary, we all know that the situation with the Russians in Lawrence, Moldova has been intolerable for a long time and that U.S. policy has been ever since uh, Senate Resolution 304 that we should do la la la. So what are you going to do about it? Uh, or something like that. And Jim always cuts through all that crap and says, what are you going to do about this? Or what does this mean? Or I don't understand, explain to me. And I learned a lot from um, his manner of very direct interview and not being afraid to say you don't understand or you don't know. Perhaps nowhere was this seen better than on the largest stage of all, with upwards of 60 million viewers. As moderator of 12 presidential debates, more than any other person in U.S. history. His first in 1988, his last 2012. And in 1996 and 2000, he moderated all the presidential debates, the first to do that. What are you going to have to give up in terms of the priorities that you would bring as president of the United States? For Americans, Jim would say, the debates are the one chance to take the measure of candidates side by side. And the stakes are incredibly high. None of us has any idea what Jim Lehrer intends to ask. One person who usually did know what Lair would ask was his wife, Kate, who served as his main debate preparation sounding board. In 2012, she shared what that was like. As soon as this process really gets underway, it's sliding in the, I'm Alice in Wonderland going in the rabbit hole, (laughs) (laughs) praying to come out on the other side. (laughs) It's safe to say this is pretty nerve-wracking. It's very nerve-wracking. It's just fairly surreal. Debate in 2004 between... The occasion uh, for our talk was Jim's book, Tension City, a reflection on his role in presidential debates, what he called walking down the blade of a knife. It's not a lot of fun, but it, uh, if you get to the other end, it's really exciting. You've made it. You've made it. <laughs> Thank you, Senators, both. When the I'm debate is over that I moderate, I want everybody to say, okay, here you have seen and heard the candidates for president of the United States on the same stage at the same time talking about the same things, and you can judge them. I mean, do you like this guy? Is this president really, you know, is he telling the truth, all that kind of stuff? Well, you can't, and you see them right there together. It's a, it's a huge test. Cast iron uh, toys. So my, my collecting is kind of a mix. But it wasn't all tension and worldly affairs. One great passion on display in his basement at home and his office at work the intercity bust memorabilia Jim collected over the years. A reminder of his father's career and his own early Kansas childhood. As my brother says, we kind of have diesel smoke uh, in us. Over the years, Jim would delight many a crowd with his bus call. May I have your attention, please? This is your last call for Continental Trailways, 8.10 p.m. Silversides Air Conditioned through liner to Houston. There was also Jim Lair, the prolific writer, author of some 20 novels, drawing on his life as a newsman, his interest in history, politics, and yes, buses. 
He also wrote plays and three memoirs. I write a little bit on my fiction every day. It's just what I do. And yes, I have my day job. I do that too. But I do both things every day. Jim Lair. Jim earned dozens of journalism awards and honorary degrees. Jim Lair is a modern man of letters who has left us a gift of professionalism and civility. He was given the National Humanities Medal by President Clinton, elected as a fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, and with Robert McNeil, inducted into the Television Hall of Fame. Although he insisted on not being the center of attention when reporting the news, at one important juncture in his life, Jim did tell a deeply personal story of the major heart attack that almost killed him in 1983. Mr. Lara, you just had a heart attack. The documentary, My Heart, Your Heart, captured how the scare led to a change in diet and lifestyle. Among other things, he would become a committed afternoon napper. There was no disturbing Jim between 1 and 2 o'clock. One priority never changed, his family. Jim and Kate, herself the author of three novels, had three daughters, Jamie, Lucy, and Amanda, and six grandchildren. Jim Lair stepped down as full-time anchor of the NewsHour in 2011. Late in his tenure, he closed a speech to PBS station managers this way. We really are the fortunate ones in the current tumultuous world of journalism right now. When we wake up in the morning, we only have to decide what the news is and how we're going to cover it. We never have to decide who we are and why we are there. That is the way it has been for these nearly 35 years, and that's the way it will be forever. And for the news hour, there will always be a forever. I'm Jim Lara. Thank you and good night. I thank you very much, Jeff. That was a great piece. Wow. It really I, was. I enjoyed that, that piece. Was... I, I used to watch that news hour with Jim Lara and Robert McNeil, and I thought it was. Uh, the way that they, that was that was presented was very very tasteful. Very I, I really like the rules of journalism at the beginning, and if the that's what I was going to say, yeah. journalists yeah, understood exactly. them better, and if the people that are covered by the journalists understood them better, then I think we'd all be a lot better off. And separating fact, fact from opinion. That remember Newsweek used to have where the magazine that separates fact from opinion. That's that's what really needs to happen in, in all, the, all the media. And even the even the some now sometimes even the people that follow the journalism like. That treat that, that treat the talk shows, and I'm not I'm not gonna you know whether you're a Rush Limbaugh or Rachel Maddow, you know I'm throwing in both sides. Those are talk shows. Those are not news shows. Those are talk shows where they're talking about the news, but they treat it as journalism. Well, they're and not I, journalists. And you know, I think in today's then, world, Sean, that's what we have in today's world too. Though we have too many journalists who tell you their opinions and not the news. And, well, and remember, remember, remember that clear Rush, which is which. Yeah, you know? If Limbaugh's they want to give an opinion, that's fine. You know, Eric Severide gave opinions, but they'd say, and now here's Eric Severide with his comment, and he'd make his comment, and you knew that was his opinion. But if he reported a story, or he and Walter did a story, when Walter, for example, said that we were not going to win in Vietnam and he was turning against the war, that was not a news. That became a news story because he said it, but he was clear, this is my opinion. He said and, it, and, but now this comment. And radio has changed. I mean, now, I was, I'm not old enough to remember all the commentators, 
but over the years, you had commentators like Quincy Howe, you had yep. a, and uh, um, Paul Harvey. He did news, but he also did comment. Yes, uh, and he'd I'm, say, I'm, and yeah. now here's my comment, and he'd make it clear. Right, and I'm know? thinking of I'm thinking of others. Uh, uh, well, uh, it was Lowell Fulton Thomas, Lewis, Edward R. Murrow, and Fulton you know, Lewis, uh, um, Fulton Lewis Jr., Jeff Gabriel Heater. Ah, oh, there's good news tonight. Oh, Douglas, Douglas Edwards, and and Douglas Edwards, yeah. and up until the end in Canada with CFRB, they had a lot of co- commentators. Uh, my, my, of course, mine was my favorite was was Gordon Sinclair Sr., who did the uh, the Americans of uh, the tribute to America. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we do radio and radio television has changed, and the idea and I I miss the days when uh, Shana Alexander and Jim Kilpatrick uh, did the debating on issues on sixty yeah, minutes. Spectrum. That was Spectrum on CBS. Yeah. Yeah, that was and they yeah. were all right. I miss those days, but you know things have changed. It's not the same world anymore. So, so Bill, you have not answered the trivia question because whatever it was was not covered in the uh, in the show in the little uh, segment there. Oh yes, it was. Was it? We have two people who currently do shows on the legend. Where are they from? Their oh, name? Wichita. Correct. Right. Okay. And it was oh, Wichita, and that's where Jim Larry All right, Steve yeah. Bauer and Steve. And they're both named Steve. They're not named Jim, but they're named Steve. That's right. Bauer and Nomer. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I wanted you to listen. That's... There you go. Okay. That, uh, yeah, very good. Very good. But uh, he's a very down-to-earth, humbling man, was he not? He just yeah. very, came very... across as very... <laughs> You know, he had a yeah, purpose. No, he? and he, you know, he came from the old school. That that's basically what Walter Cronkite would have said, uh, you know, and did say. I mean, he his job was to report the news. When he commented, he commented. When he reported, he reported. And really, Jim Lehrer didn't comment very much. And, and boy, I think some of the debate questions that he asked, I've watched many of those debates. They were excellent. And uh, the people who do it now, uh, we in our last debate, we had a totally botched question that we've all, Sherry, Perry, Sean, and I have talked about. You know. That wouldn't happen on his watch, that's for sure. No, here's, 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 the, here's the other thing, is, uh, as I was going to say. Uh, journalism has changed in a way, and then the old-style way of doing things is certainly going away. And uh, and so He didn't believe, Jeff, in the gotcha journalism that's out there today. That's that's correct. Yeah, right. that, that's certainly like correct. The whole, the, whole men, the whole mentality of, uh, I, don't have, I don't have to be right, I just want to be first mentality. Right. And we and we saw that very much put into into uh, impact the other day on the Kobe Bryant. There were all well, sorts of vicious rumors really on there the other day. But you know, well, I, I, think of, was... I, I also think of Edward R. Murrow, who, when he left CBS, was so disenchanted with the way that, and he saw what you're seeing today in journalism on radio and television. He saw this all when he left CBS in the early 1960s. Uh, he saw it when he retired. Same thing with uh, Robert Trout. He said the same thing when he left uh, when he left Rock. Yes, and he saw the changes, and he didn't like what they were what they were about. Well, one of the things they complained about, I remember in 1966, there was a Fulbright hearing just when the uh, anti-war movement was getting going, and Senator Fulbright and the Foreign Relations Committee had hearings, and they took off, uh, dare they do this such a thing, the soap operas and all that. We were talking about that before the show. And, you know, people were up in arms about that. And Fred Friendly, who was Edward R. Murrow's right-hand man and the, the you know director of CBS News, said, you know, if I, basically, if, I'm, if they're not going to do this, you know, on these networks, and what's the point of having these networks? This is, a, you know, you don't need over and over the same shows. And, uh, you know, that was his point. Well, you know what, Bill? I wonder if it's time for us to travel to Omaha, Nebraska. So I'm interested in some... Uh, not far from Wichita, Kansas. Not far, no, you're no. right. It's not that far from Wichita. And we're going to... Where is actually Wichita, Kansas? Wichita is in the central part of the state. It is uh, southwest of Kansas City. It's on I-35 on the Kansas Turnpike. I think it's pretty close to the southern border also. 
it's not too far because when I've gone up to Kansas City way to Missouri, we would go right through Wichita. I know, so it's kind of in between the Missouri and the Oklahoma border. So, if, and there's if, a lot of linemen that live in the Wichita. Too. Yeah. They, they always have the phone lines and the, the electric work there. If I um, had my radio, would I be able to listen to radio stations from the Kansas City market from Wichita? Uh, probably 610, you'd probably get them there. 610 and in the daytime, 810 and 710, 810 is daytime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just wondering. It's about 150 miles from Kansas City, I'd say. Oh, yeah, then you pick up a few, yeah. 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 All right, Jeff, we'll accede to your request and do the KQ, KQ. And Omaha is right on the Iowa border, by the way. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Now, Perry, if you were in Omaha... Could you get stations from Des Moines? Yes, you could. You could get Des Moines stations from Omaha, not on the FM, but on the AM. You could. You could clearly get WHO and stuff like that. Uh Okay. Oh, there we go. And you can get and you can get some Omaha stations from Des Moines. You know, like KFAB and some of those on the AM. Yeah. We almost did a KFAB air check too, by the way. All right. Well, here we go. This week, we're continuing our look at the Omaha, Nebraska radio market as we listen to another radio station. The station is Sweet 98.5 KQKQ-FM, owned and operated by NRG Media. And we're going to hear Nikki and Laura in the morning. And when you listen to this morning show, you'll find that they put lots of personality into the show. So without further ado, wanted to back and enjoy Nikki and Laura in the mornings on Sweet 98.5 KQKQ-FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Local, hopelessly Midwestern. Okay. Sweet 98.5 mornings with Nikki and Laura. Woo! Here we go. Hey, good morning. 6.03. It is one degree. My watch is telling me oh, when I left the house gosh. this morning. It was five. It is now one. Uh, happy Monday. Hey, Lars. How you doing? I am so good. How was getting up this morning? Uh, in case you missed the big announcement on Friday, uh, Laura from Sweet 98.5 Afternoons is now hopping into Sweet 98.5 mornings yeah, to hang out with me. And we are so stinking excited. I used to get on the air at 4, and now I wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> how was how was the drive-in? I know it's not, like, something you're used to. Yeah, it was good. Um, what's nice is that no one can honk at you when there's no one on the roads. So it was very relaxing. So you had a better drive-in than uh, our boss, Jay, on Friday morning. <laughs> Which how, again, if you miss that, the greatest thing that happened to me all weekend oh, yeah. was something that happened Friday. <laughs> Our boss getting stuck on Dodge because of all the snow and it was slick and he drives a hybrid. I wonder if he traded that sucker off over the weekend. I don't know. But KETV <gasps> filmed the entire thing. And then it went national. <laughs> like ABC News National picked it up and my God, my God, if that was not the greatest thing that has that I've ever witnessed in my life. Oh, uh, it's just, it's the zoom in with the spinning wheel. <laughs> and nobody doing anything no- about it. <laughs> like everybody just passing by in like four by fours and like the news crew just filming it like all cool. Like, hey, if you're having some trouble, don't be like this guy. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome to mornings. Laura, welcome to mornings. We have a lot to get to uh, yeah. this morning. Um, all of the details for this online now at sweet985.com. Uh, to celebrate me, to yeah, celebrate to me. celebrate you, uh, we're giving you a whole lot of money. Yeah. A whole lot of money every hour this morning uh, with with us, 6, 7, 8, and 9, 625, 725, 825, and 925 to be precise, uh, $100 every hour. 
That's it. That's it. Hang That's out. all you got to do. Hang out and win. 402-962-9898. We'll get to that in just about 20 minutes plus. Bare Naked Ladies tickets on the way for you at 650. Hold tight. Sweet 98.5 Mornings. It's Nikki and Laura. Omaha's sweetest variety. I've been reading books of old. Sweetest variety, sweet 98.5 mornings. Three things you should know next. Prince Harry breaks his silence. We have it for you. Brought to you by Village Point Oral Surgery. I don't want to fight right now. No, you always. Omaha's sweetest variety. Sweet 98.5. One, two, three. Three things you should know. Powered by Village Point Oral Surgery. Uh, so Prince Harry speaking out for the first time since he and his wife, Meghan Markle, agreed to step back as senior members of the royal family. We can't really call him Prince Henry anymore. Henry? Harry. His real name's Henry, though, I just found out. Oh, really? Yes. Did we ever call him No, we didn't. Uh, Henry Charles Albert David. It will be now, uh, you know, his his new name for short, apparently, because they're moving to Canada and giving up their royal titles. They said that they wanted to uh, still serve the queen, still be members, um, but basically, they are not able to. They're not able to. Uh, They wanted to still serve like the Commonwealth and do all that stuff, uh, but they wanted to not get public funds. And uh, it was it was kind of brought to light that, well, that's not really an option. So they're still part of the family. They're not being kicked out. Uh, They are just no longer royals. I wonder why that's not a thing. Isn't that weird? I think that's so weird, but I mean, I don't understand anything yeah, I, about, yeah. you know, I, I do need to watch The Crown. <laughs> Have you watched it? No. Will that, will that explain all of that's this to heard. me if I watch that's what it? Oh, They're okay. like, you will understand so much more if you just watch this one okay. show. <laughs> all right, then. So that's, I mean, it's a, it's a bummer. I'm so proud of them, though. I'm so dang yeah. proud. Good for them. Yeah. And uh, Hank Azaria will not be voicing the Apu character on The Simpsons anymore after 30 years. He has been doing this for 30 years. Confirmed the decision. Television Critics Association went to press tour on Friday. Uh, the Indian-American character came under fire in the wake of a documentary. The problem with Apu. Uh, not sure what's going to happen to Apu next. Um, hopefully, they will be able to keep the character and let a very talented writing staff do something interesting with him. But Hank Azaria will no longer be voicing that after 30 years. 30 years. 30 years. And coming back, Disney working on National Treasure 3. <laughs> I'm so excited. Why? Why are you? Dude. National- I've never seen one. I've not seen one. National Treasure lives up to the title. No. It is a national treasure. Yes. Man, Nicolas Cage as an amateur cryptologist. What more do you want? Sweet 98.5. Omaha's sweetest variety. Sounds like this. Hey, it's Taylor. Lover. Variety. Hi, this is Rob with Matchbox 20. What's up, guys? It's Sean Mendez. This is Camila Cabello. Sweet 98.5. Sweet 98.5. Omaha's sweetest variety. Sweet 98.5 mornings with Nikki and Laura. At 402-962-9898-629. We have free money. We have cash money for you all morning. Uh, 625, 725, 825, $925. $400 coming your way. Ooh. Just today. Free money just is today. the best money. Isn't it great? Yes. My Lord. Uh, get on the line. You want some cash money. So we have just been 
just been living our best uh, at our boss's expense a little bit. And you know what? If he wasn't such a wasn't such a trooper about the whole thing, then we obviously couldn't talk about it. Yeah, I'd feel bad about feel how much stupid. we were laughing about it. But, but ma- he is loving it too. We're laughing with him. Hundred uh, percent. The video you can actually see it probably anywhere. <laughs> anywhere on, on the national news. Seriously, if you Google like just Google Omaha weather BMW, it'll pull. <laughs> so we want to know. Uh, since we are taking such delight at our boss's expense, uh, what's the funniest thing you've ever seen your boss do? That's what we want to talk about this morning for just a, just a hot second. We want to know, what did you see? Get uh, 100 bucks in your pocket. That's it. Easy as that. Easy as that. 402-962-9898. Sweet 98.5 mornings. It's Nikki and Laura. Get more to Sweet underscore 98.5 on IG. Friday, Sweet 98.5 Mornings. It's Nikki and Laura at 402-962-9898. Talk about the funniest thing you've seen your boss do. Does it compare to our boss getting stuck on Dodge Street yeah, did in the, the news, middle of a snowstorm? Did the news film it? Because <laughs> ours did. <laughs> Sweet 98.5, who's this? This is Tara. Tara, hey girl, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So uh, good. What's the funniest thing that you've seen your boss do? Oh my gosh, I have seen her head to a patient's house in one town and be on the phone with me and end up 45 miles away in another town. <laughs> <laughs> she drove right past it. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I've done that. Like, I've missed my right. exit so many times. I'm like, how yes. am I going to turn around on the interstate? I'm not going to be able to turn around until Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Terry, you got yourself $100. Yay, thank you so much. Yeah, congratulations. Yay. Excited. It's happening every hour this morning till 10 o'clock. Uh, 6.25, got that checked off the list. 7.25, 8.25, 9.25. Still $300 coming your way. $100 yeah, still every long. hour. Ooh, sweet 98.5 mornings. It's Nick and Laura. Sweet 98.5. Well, there you go. Mornings is heard on Sweet 98.5, KQKQFM in Omaha, Nebraska, with their hosts, Nikki and Laura. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line toll-free and hassle-free at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And, of course, hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great music, terrible. I mean, great personalities, terrible music. That's yeah, what yeah, I meant to say. That. It was, it was basically all music from most of it from this century, from 2000 to today. So it wasn't a total oh, variety. Oh, music made in this century. Oh, yeah, but I will yeah. say, I will say, as how often do you see an all female? No, that's what I was going to say. That's pretty good. I think the only one I remember that WLLY up in uh, Miami, Florida has an all-female morning team, if I'm not mistaken. But there there are too many out there. That's why I... Did you guys ever hear of the talk show that used to be on WRKO about 20 years ago, Two Chick Dishing? And they would just get on and talk about all all this, uh, just anything that was in the news, but gossipy kind of stuff. You know, they they did it every night. It was good. Well, they had and Bernie... And Bernie, of course, his company there, they got the, what is the right Two chicks, chicks on the right. Chicks on the right. Yeah, two chicks yeah, on the right. Two, yeah, the two chicks on the right or whatever they are, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of them a what's the female that I, I used to really like to listen to? I don't even know if she's still around anymore. Was a sports babe? 
Oh, she was the one that liked to listen to her. She, she, did, she wasn't real fabulous, but she was on. No, and she yeah. wasn't much of a babe either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she, yeah. She got ESPN going in the daytime, though. Although, actually, Sean, you said it wasn't syndicated by ESPN. No, How did she, that work? She was, she was, before it was ESPN radio, she was technically syndicated through ABC. But when ESPN went 24 hours in January of 98, she was on all the ESPN affiliates. It's just ESPN radio did not technically have programming during those three hours because that way they could run her on non-ESPN non affiliates. Right. Like there was a few that we had one here in Austin that was not an ESPN affiliate, but they ran her and our ESPN affiliate did not. And then, yeah, so that's how that worked. She wasn't terrible. I mean, she was all right. I, I've I, 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 I just liked her. I don't know. There was something about her personality that I, I could not stand her. Okay. All right. Well, we won't, yeah. we won't, we won't get you going, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bill, I wonder if we should talk about the next air check because it, it will bring memories back for Chris and for myself and for people. Yeah, who as, as Gary said, and this is the, I wanted to make this point because oh, Gary okay. said I never heard it, and the reason he never heard it was it was fifteen twenty, and it's an east of the Mississippi or west of the Mississippi kind of thing. If you had KOMA, you didn't have WKBW and vice versa. That's right. Yeah, I never heard KOMA. I never heard KBW. Yeah, and sadly to say the person else we're going to hear. Oh, I'm sorry, Gary. I never heard CFL either because they didn't go west. So, oh yeah. And I didn't hear CFL except when I got out of New York City because I lived uh, I lived in New York City. You couldn't get CFL. Oh, you could boom in here pretty good at night, yeah. But the air check we're going to hear is a guy that I never got to meet, but I knew people who knew him, and he passed away suddenly in 1977, the first part of the air check. We're going to hear Bud Ballou and uh, Sandy Beach. Yes, Bud Ballou was great. He died he, of a he stroke. Was here. Yeah, he yes, was at he WMBX. Was here. He was at WBBF, yes. and he died of a stroke yes. in 1977 at the age of 34. And yeah. as, my buddy, as my buddy in Syracuse, Dave Laird, used to say to me, he said to me when he, when he found out about it and he called me to let me know about it, he says, Jeff, you could not have met a nicer guy than Bud. That's the kind of guy he was. So when you get oh, to he hear was him. very popular. When he left KBW, he came here in 68, I think, and he left KBW. And that was the start of turning MEX around from a pretty bad station there for a year or two. So, so after RKO came in, and he got them started on the right direction. And uh, But he was at, at KBW, and I don't know whether Jeff K. brought him in there or, or what happened on that, but uh, he, it was, it was, he was very good. He was a lot of fun. And he also worked at WOLF, I mean, WNDR, I think it was in Syracuse, New York. And he's, that's where he, that's where he was, was at one time. He was a. I didn't know that he was also worked as an engineer for Weston Electric at one point. So he was very oh. talented. So uh, uh -huh. you get to learn a little bit about Bud Ballou, and I think you'll enjoy but the, the KB radio that I love best was the radio that that, that Bud Ballou and Sandy Beach did. Uh huh. Well, Joey Reynolds was there before that, and then Jeff K came in. Uh, you know, came in from BZ and became program director. And I heard a story about. We were talking about contests last week, and I heard a story about it. Some intern had gone through and drawn. You remember how you were talking about they wouldn't draw somebody's name again? Well, they went through and they found somebody and uh, they gave the prize out and before Jeff K knew about it and this a friend of mine told me the story and it was to somebody in Maine and and she was saying isn't that great somebody way up in Maine he said no it's not great somebody up in Maine well we need somebody from Tonawanda or Chittawaga we don't need somebody up in Maine who can't go to the stores and buy the stuff and nobody knows them you know we can't do that you know but they'd already given it away and they got fired so you know that's what happens when you have a station that has reach sometimes it's the you know the people don't understand the dynamics of the market yeah they certainly don't well over to you bill all right everyone thank you for tuning in thanks everyone for your participation panel thank you so much let's hear 
Jeff's featured oh, stage. WKBW. Hey. Remember, remember, Sports Lives Live is on Saturday this week at 730 Eastern. That's right. Nine, um, just before Pam Stevens. That's right. Yes. And we can't be late for Pam. No. 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 This week, we're traveling to Buffalo, New York, and we're going to listen to one of my favorite radio stations. Growing up in New York City, I would listen to radio station WKBW every night, from Joey Reynolds to Bud Ballou to Sandy Beach, and the list goes on and on. This week, we have two air checks. We'll first start things off by listening to Bud Ballou from 1967, and we'll conclude things by listening to Sandy Beach on the WKBW Music Machine format from March 15th, 1974. So without further ado, let's bring the virtual time machine back to Buffalo, New York, and start things off by listening to Bud Ballou on WKBW. KBW from 1967. 30, let her fight! There's the old Village Joe. It's the number two song in KB Country with Miss Bobby Gentry. Good looking Bobby Gentry, I should say. 46 degrees in KB Country. It's 18 minutes after 7 o'clock. Residents in Buffalo and the western New York area are warned to prepare for flooding in low-lying areas due to heavy rain tonight. An inch or more is likely before noon tomorrow. In urban areas, flooding is expected in poor drainage area and low spots in streets and bridge areas. Haha, <laughs> but your cellar's flooded. Hi, this is Stan Roberts from Burger's Spotlight Shoe Shop. The big news here is that we want you, you dramatic young moderns you, who dare to be different and want the newest in footwear fashions to help express your own individuality. To help you feel at home, we'll give you a browser button where you can spend all the time you want just looking. Nobody will approach you unless you ring the I want help bell. And then we'll show you hundreds of shoes in your size. Best of all, we'll keep smiling whether or not you buy. Burgers wants you in their spotlight shops. Downtown, Sheridan, and Thruway Plazas. The Burger Spotlight Shoe Shops. Thank you, Stan. Stan Roberts tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 at KB Radio. Action. Sunday at Perry Raceway. It's the Autumn 100 Lap Invitational Race. Sunday starting at 2.30 sharp. See the fastest dirt track cars from Western New York, Pennsylvania, and Ontario Sunday. Watch the thrilling parachute jump. Plus complete race of amateurs and semi-late models. 30 fastest cars will race Sunday, 2.30 sharp. Don't miss a full day racing spectacular and chicken barbecue Sunday, 2.30 sharp at Perry Raceway, just off Route 20A in Perry, New York. 46 degrees outside tonight. There's the rain, the park, and the other things. <laughs> yeah. I saw the sitting in the rain. Oh, yeah. Rain the park and the other things. That's the all-star dairy hit of the week, and you get your recording of it for just 44 cents at any Cabbage's record store. Just collect five all-star dairy shields or bottle caps from all-star dairy products. Take them to Cabbage's and buy your recording of the rain and the park and those other things for the cow sales for just 44 cents. The regular price is just 88 cents. You save 44 cents off their already low price of Cabbage's. The All-Star Dairy Hit of the Week is a great way to start a fabulous record collection at one half off regular price. So start collecting those All-Star Dairy Shields and bottle caps and keep tuned to WKBW for the next All-Star Dairy Hit of the Week. 23 minutes after 7 o'clock in KB Radio, still raining. It was raining awful this afternoon. And that story never told is not necessarily true, all that. Stanley was with me. Stanley always goes with me. No matter where I go, you know the old poem, I had a little shadow that was in and out with me. T taking Stanley to lunch is a problem like taking your car downtown. Who knows where to park it? 
nowadays with everything else going on. You don't have to worry about it because there's a new plan called the 60-second fresh start plan. 60-second fresh start. And it goes like this. Twice a day, you wash with icy, greaseless fresh start gel or lotion. Rub it in good to clean out the oil. That helps keep the spots away because oil is a diet spots thrive on. When oil gets a 60-second fresh start treatment, <whistles> that's it. Just to help make sure spots stay away, wear a fresh start to medicate between washings. Don't worry, it's invisible. All anybody will see is that new, fresh, clean face. And now I'll dig this great offer from Fresh Start, a groovy correspondence kit that has really got it. Chock full of stationery, printed with your very own name and address. Just send a buck and a box top from the gel or the number from the bottom of the lotion to Fresh Start by Ponds, Box 530A, Elmira, New York, Zip 14902. That's Box 530A, Elmira, New York, Zip 14902. 26 after 7 o'clock at the Bud Below Show. Junior Ski Jumping Club is conducting a light bulb sale now through October 8th in the Hamburg area. Proceeds will benefit the new 50-meter jump, which the club is building in Glenwood, New York. That's wonderful. That's really nice. I always wanted to help them build that. got everything. Smooth nylon twill on one side, reversible to groovy nylon quilt on the other. Zip slash pockets too and a hidden hood which really cheers the ears when the, the going gets tough and rough. And it does when you ski like I do. 
The snowdrift comes in a wide choice of bright ski colors and it costs only $19.95. It's swinging stores like Albies and Lackawanna and Maury's Limited in Buffalo. in Buffalo, New York, bringing you exclusive radio coverage of the Detroit Tigers against the California Angels and the Twins against Boston, Sunday at 1.15. Now, KB First News First. At exactly 7.30, it's 46 degrees in Buffalo. Jim Fagan reporting from the KB Newsroom. KB Total News is brought to you by Pat's Drive-In Restaurant, Sheridan at Parker, home of the world's best charcoal huts. Police now are probing the report of an armed home of the Just ahead of more music on the Bud Ballou Show. Rain moderate to heavy at times with one to two inches likely by tomorrow afternoon. Local flooding possible near some streams and in poor drainage areas as well as in low spots of streets and highways. Low tonight in the 40s, little change likely tomorrow morning on the Stan Robert Show. The barometer is falling, the winds north at 14 miles an hour, humidity at 99%, the temperature at 46 degrees. This edition of KB Total News was brought to you by Pat's Drive-In Restaurant. Remember, if it happens in Welland, Ontario, or anywhere else, you'll hear it first on KB Total News. Jim Fagan reporting. You have just heard First News First. Next, KB Total News at the top of the hour. WKBW. Gladys Knight and the Pips from KB Radio 15 with Sandy Beach. the forecast for the Niagara Frontier. Mostly cloudy and cool this afternoon with a high about 40. Cloudy with periods of wet snow. And I predicted a month ago the winter was over, but this won't be much. Wet snow beginning this evening. Possibly mixing with rain late tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> it'll be up to your earlobes by morning. Right? No, it won't be. I don't think it will be. Anyway, low tonight, 32. Right now, it's 39 in Buffalo and KB Radio 15. Schmitz beer. of the Eastern Hill Cinema One and the Holiday Six Theaters. Three on a Friday at the radio, we're only a half hour away from the brand new KB15 Top 20 countdown. Riding on the city of New Orleans. The money is in the bank. WKBW has already given away over $19,000, and we're not done yet. We have made a fourth deposit at the Western New York Savings Bank, and again, it's up to you to tell us the exact dollar and cent total of our deposit. We may ask you to call us, or we may call you. If you send a postcard to Money in the Bank, WKBW Buffalo 14209, stand by. Your chance at more Money in the Bank may come at any time. WKBW. We will play the contest before 6 o'clock, and uh, I think we're going to have a winner today. Stand by, because if I don't have a winner, Don Burns is going to try and give away jackpot number four. Jimmy Stafford, Spiders and Snakes. Today is March 15th, which means it's uh, odd.
hot gas day, and it's also payday here at KB Radio 15. Well, the only day we can afford to put gas in our cars. Oh, I will say show 23 minutes before 4. Tonight, before 6, we'll play Money in the Bank. You could be winner number 4. And also, at 4 o'clock, from 4 to 6, we have the brand new KB 15 Top 20 Countdown. Loblaws Plant Sale continues all this week with great savings like these. Loblaws Cut Green or Wax Beans in the 15 and a half ounce tin, five for one dollar. Loblaws Ice Cream, one half gallon for 69 cents. Orchard Park Cake Mixes in the 19 ounce package, three for one dollar. Hickory Smoke Portion of Ham, seven to nine pound average, 69 cents a pound. Nestle Semi-Sweet Morsels for Baking, 12 ounce bag, only 49 cents. And Bananas, right now at Loblaws, just seven cents a pound. nice advantage, but don't you suppose he would forgive you if the banks were closed? I mean, I have a feeling he knows what banking hours normally would be. Now we play two Jim Crochets in a row. From Don't Mess Around with Jim, the time in a bottle. From KB Radio 15 with Sandy Beach on your great American music machine with a Friday at the radio until 6 o'clock, Don Bernstein. Jim Crochet from KB Radio 15. Today is March 15th, which is an odd gas day. On sale now at Sears. Now, Rick Azar is a nice guy, and he's a friend of mine, but I haven't seen Rick Azar in a couple of months. You know, he's a very busy schedule. Rick Azar just dropped in the studio. What do two old friends say to each other after, you know, I haven't seen him in a long time. I see him on television every night, but not in person. Hey, Beach, you better get back on a diet. I mean, is that nice? I mean, I don't say things to him on the air that should be kept secret. By the way, Rick, you forgot your false teeth at the Rip Van Winkle Motel. The Tom Jones's hairpiece and the puppet. And from KB Radio 15, that of course the KB Classic. Here's your AccuWeather forecast for the Niagara Frontier, presented by Muller's Macaroni. All right, mostly cloudy and cool this afternoon. High about 40. Cloudy with periods of wet snow beginning this evening, possibly mixing with rain late tonight or tomorrow. Tonight's low 32, tomorrow's high 38. It's 39 in Buffalo on KB Radio 15. <laughs> Officially, we'll start my diet again on Monday morning. I'm having uh, Italian submarines tonight with meatball and sausage, homemade. Uh, of course, I have my Sunday omelet made out of 14 eggs. I'll start on Monday morning. I'll be a new Slim Trim Sandy by April Fool's Day. Boy, what memories. When the virtual time machine brings us back to 1967, listening to Bud Ballou on WKBWAM and traveling back to March 15th, 1974, listening to WKBWAM and Sandy Beach. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. 
This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things 